Conversations at the Well. Uh, today we have two special guests, a mother-daughter duo again. And if you're watching, you can see in the red, we have Val. And then in the blue, we have my Aunt Mimi. So we're so happy to have them today. And I'm just going to let them tell you a little bit about themselves. And then we'll get into talking about some great stuff, saying what the Lord's been doing in their life and how they've grown together as a mother-daughter duo. So... Val, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Valerie Scroggum, and I'm 43, a mom of two, and married to Craig. And we live in Charlottesville, Virginia. My husband is in the Army. And so we moved here this past summer, and it's our second time to live here, and it's been wonderful. And um, I'm the oldest of five. With My my mom has five kiddos, plus we have two stepbrothers, Josh and Jordan. So it's fun to be an older sibling. And yeah, that's just a little bit about me. It's a big big, wonderful family. <laughs> Mimi, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Mimi Oakley. Um, I am uh, a mother. I am Valerie's mom, along with her brothers and sisters. Um, uh, let's see, it's, there's Valerie, Veronica, Jennifer, Jeremy, and Christopher, plus my two wonderful uh, bonus sons, Jordan and Josh. I am the wife of uh, of Roger. Uh, he is a geologist and I have the great privilege of being at home and caring for our place here. We've moved recently uh, to Monte, Texas here out in the country and um, we have a new puppy. We have, we just had, a, we have some cows and we just had a calf today. So that's been pretty exciting oh, around. Wow. I didn't yeah. know a new puppy. What kind of dog? We have a little, yeah, a mini Australian shepherd. Oh. Yeah. It's a little Aussie. She's just precious. What's her name? And uh, her name is Star because she has a star right here. She has got a little, looks like a little star right here. She's yeah. a tri black, white, and gold. And and I'm just thoroughly blessed to be here. So we have a few questions to go through, but as usual, we're just going to have a great conversation. Val, I'd love for you to describe how God's working in your life right now and just in this new season, 2021, what he's been teaching you. Well, he has been teaching me to continually turn to him first. Um, he's also... Um, teach me not to turn to other people or my own devices, such as distraction with like media, like Instagram, Facebook, um, busyness, but to instead seek him first, um, to cry out to him in prayer and to acknowledge my sin and proneness to forget his faithfulness, to trust his voice and to seek his heart and to do all of it um, for his glory and to acknowledge how much I need to embrace his discipline in my life. Um, whether that's corrective discipline or disciplines like studying the word of God more, seeking him in prayer, journaling, um, and to look to examples of Jesus and how to love others, submit to God, be passionate for what is holy and true and to know the word of the Lord. So a few scriptures that really stuck out to me in the midst of thinking about this. Um, first was 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Um, our church is going to the book of Isaiah. Yeah. Actually, Kim and I talked on the phone yeah. um, a few weeks ago, and she brought that up that they're studying that. And it yeah. was so timely. I know. Yeah. And just um, in learning more about that, I've never read Isaiah 
But in learning more about that, it really struck me a couple of verses in chapter two of Isaiah, verses 17 and 18, and also verse 22, that the arrogance of man will be brought low and the pride of men humbled. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day and the idols will be totally disappear. Stop trusting a man who has but a breath in his nostrils of what account is he? Yeah, I love the book of Isaiah. I've read it a couple of times in the last few years. The Lord has just taken me to it. Um, and I, one of the things that I really love about the book of Isaiah, why I think it's so timely now is that we can look at what the nation of Israel was doing back then and see such close parallels to what our current culture is doing. And so mm -hmm. while God is just shining that glaring light on our culture's sin. And really, I would say within the church, our sin, because Isaiah was preaching not to the pagans. But to the Christians. Yeah, but to, but to the Israelites who were his chosen people. And so really, it was the rebuke and the look at what you are doing and God's righteousness in comparison to that. And yet in the midst of that, here's the hope of Jesus, yeah. you know, the prophecy of redemption. Mm -hmm. um, and it's such a beautiful interweaving of that all throughout the book of Isaiah. It's why I think it's, I think it's why God is calling a lot of people to it because we know in this culture that we live in as believers, we've got a work to do. And that starts mm -hmm. with repenting of our own sin and drawing closer to him, but then proclaiming that same hope in Jesus that's not yet to be fulfilled as it was in Isaiah's day, but is here now already fulfilled. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful book. I mean, as difficult it is, as it is sometimes to read it, it, I think it's beautiful. I really do. So I want to encourage everybody out there, dig in and read the book of Isaiah. It's, it will bless your life. Mimi my sweet sister-in-law. Uh, you know, I, I have two older brothers. I don't have any sisters. And so it's been a great blessing to me marrying into the family I married into to get two older sisters in my sister's-in-law. And about two years ago, wasn't it Mimi? The Lord just spoke uh -huh. to my heart and said, you know what? I'm, I've retired now from my job and I have time to do things like have breakfast and lunch with people during the week. And um, the Lord just really laid upon my heart to ask Mimi to be one of my mentors. Um, I don't care how old you are. There are people in your life who have walked with Jesus longer than you and through seasons that you have yet to walk through. And so as I have watched Mimi raise her children uh, into adulthood, I really felt that she could just help me, <laughs> give me her wisdom, give me accountability. And so COVID has interrupted our meetings some for the past year, but I have been really, really blessed by getting to have your wisdom and your love and your encouragement um, brought into my life. And I've had mm, almost 25 years now, really 26 years of being able to watch your relationship with Valerie and so I want you to tell us about your relationship. You have a sweet, sweet mentoring relationship now, but share with us, has it always been this way? And if not, how, what is the work that God did to bring it to where it is now? When I think about, about this, it, 
I become very emotional because you're right. It hasn't always been this way. But um, but the Lord has been so sweet that he has done something absolutely wonderful in our relationship in that we have become very close and uh, and our closeness is centered on the Lord, which is uh, an answer to a prayer that I have prayed many years. Lord, will you, uh, I want to have, I want to share you with my children because you are the most important being in this universe to me. And so I want to share that with them. And, uh, and he has done that. And so our, our relationship, uh, you know, it started like a, a normal relationship of, of, you know, with the baby. And, and I, I just, in, in trying to be such a good mom when Val was little and, and as she was coming up, I mainly concentrated a lot on discipline. Uh, I, I didn't want to make, you know, I wanted to be perfect. And so I failed in many ways, I think, to develop um, a friendship or a mother-daughter uh, connection there in more of, a, of having fun and talking. And most, a lot of our relationship was basically, okay, I wanted her to do this and this and this. And if she did something wrong, I, I was really good about trying to speak into her life, but not with the love and the friendship and the mentoring idea. Uh, that just didn't even happen in my generation. We didn't, we didn't even think about mother-daughter or even mentoring. But you know, as, as life went on and, and circumstances in, in Val's life changed and she started going in a direction that that I just, I didn't see her going into. That was not in my plan for her. I had to learn to pray and to trust the Lord with it. And so as, as, as I saw the Lord, as I prayed, as I loved her, as, as the Lord began to teach me to do all that in my journey to uh, together, and I would say together, we both began to seek Jesus in our lives and he had become even more real in my life and very real in Valerie's life. And then as we were going like this, then we began to go like that mm -hmm. because of our mutual love of Jesus. And the other thing that I saw was our both getting into the scriptures and as we came to know the Father and, and the Holy Trinity, you know, how the Holy Spirit works and what Jesus has done and learning about the goodness and the faithfulness of the Father, it just changed our relationship. And I was telling Valerie, we kind of talked a little bit about this. The scripture that has come to me that has been so powerful in this is Psalm 37, 4, that says, delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. And the number one desire of my heart as a mother is to walk closely in fellowship of, in, in the Lord with my daughter. And as I began to seek him, he gave that to me. So I consider Valerie one of my very best friends today, along with my other girls. You know, I can't leave them out. <laughs> so <laughs> if they listen to this, I don't want to. But I, I think I think the Lord has worked in all of our lives uh, as he began to work in me. Then he began to work in them. And 
And uh, it's, it's been very powerful, very powerful. And it's been wonderful to be able to get excited about the scripture together with Valerie and her not receiving it as though mom's trying to preach at me and things like that. So that's really, that's a beautiful thing. Valerie, I want you to add anything from your perspective that you want to about how this relationship with your mom um, has changed over the years. Yeah. So um, I would say that now she is one of my closest friends and mentor. Like we're dear, we're dear sisters in the Lord as well as mother and daughter, but we haven't always been close. And whenever I was probably late elementary, early junior high, I pushed her away. There was a misunderstanding. I misunderstood her heart and something because I was a child. And so in that I responded as a child in immaturity and selfishness, just lack of understanding. Um, And it took me down a path that took me away from cherishing my mom and our relationship. Um, And so, um, but the Lord, um, has brought so much restoration in my life. And I would say, I, I feel like it's been individual healing first and restoration in my heart, in my soul, in my relationship with him. And thankfully he's brought that back around with my mom, with her encouragement and her love. So now I don't see my mom as someone trying to discipline <laughs> and reprove and be in control. Um, but instead I see and you know that she's wanting to impart her wisdom in the Lord and um, share her experiences for us to grow together in knowledge and love for our Lord. And you know, I've had to come to to my girls, my boys in repentance and ask them to forgive me for being hard and and not um, and not doing it right. But what it it has also done because I watch their lives and in spite of me, <laughs> they have you know, they love the Lord and they, and they're wonderful, wonderful people. And uh, so I have seen the faithfulness of the Lord in parenting, even when you don't do it perfectly, even when you make these big mistakes. And so what I've learned is that it's, it's all about him and he's just used, he works through parents and through me, but it's really him working in their hearts. And so the one thing, one prayer I always pray from the kids was, Lord, give them a heart for you. Give them a heart to turn. And I believe he's done that in their life. What's the best advice you think your mom has given you since y'all have grown together in the Lord? In all things to pray, to seek him first, to lay my burdens at his feet and to trust him with what troubles me and to trust his work and his word. And to dig into the word of God, to go to the scripture, to study it and know it. Because there's no other way for me to know the Lord if I don't know him through what he's already given us here to know him through his word. Well, I think just it just occurred to me that God's blessing to take and restore your relationship so that Valerie, as the mother to a daughter now that you, because let's face it, we parent out of how we were parented so often. We don't know any different, right? So when it comes to the default of how am I going to respond, we have these old tapes running through our mind of how we were parented. And I, I see that. I mean, I see that even in my, in my own life, my, (laughs) I love my mother. My mother's a wonderful woman, but she was a screamer. And you know what? (laughs) My default. Screaming. I scream when I'm 
angry and I try to catch myself in that, but it's, um, and, and I would say, you know, my mom was oftentimes valid in her, in her frustration, you know, in that. And so I think that God is so good that he has come along and redeemed this so that Valerie, you have a different picture of what it looks like to be a mother to a daughter. And of course, to your son, Michael as well. But that only comes through through God's healing mm-hmm. and maybe through your modeling of repentance, uh, because we, we all would love to be perfect parents, but we're not. We do this very imperfectly um, as we as we go along. And just Mimi, what you were talking about, and I've seen it in my own relationship with Caroline and her sister, uh, Claire, is that our relationship together is only as strong as our individual relationships with the Lord. And that beautiful kind of model that you were saying that as you grew closer to him together, God brought you closer together. I would definitely say if I look back on the last five years of my life and my relationship with my girls, that has definitely been the case. And so it wasn't anything in my own strength that has brought our relationship together. It was the strength of my relationship with him that has yeah. brought us closer together. And I think that is an encouraging word. I hope that those of you who are out there that are mothers and are daughters who find yourself not in the place in your relationship where you would hope to be, that there's no magic formula. There's no great self, you know, relationship book that you need to really, you need to read. You just need to focus on getting close to God yourself. Draw closer to him. And if you'll just continue to draw closer to him, he'll work, he'll work it out. Um, because he's in the business of working it out. That's what, that's what he wants to do. That would be his desire. Mimi, what do you think as a more mature woman, woman, and I don't mean in years, chronological years, I mean, in spiritual years, what do you think is some good advice that you would give to younger women, and especially, I want to say, younger younger moms, maybe. And also, I'm kind of throwing in a second question here, so answer whichever part you'd like to, or both. But what what advice do you give to encourage women who are more mature in their faith? I think it's a very daunting thought sometimes to be a mentor to to, to older women who want yes. to mentor younger women. Yes, I think. Uh... We all need to be mentoring someone. I think the Lord calls women to that. Uh, I think that uh, one advice I would give would be, well, to pray. That's all we ask is pray. Ask the Lord to open your minds and your understanding and to bring somebody. And then for you to be able to to embrace that person. Uh, whoever that is, and not to be afraid to just, the way the Lord has worked it out in my life with mentoring is being open and saying yes to whoever the Lord wants to bring and to trust Him and to listen, to to always um, be quick to stop and think about what you're going to respond back. Always leading the conversations back to Jesus and back to the, you know, the truth of the scripture. One of the things that, as as I've gotten the great privilege of, of the Lord using me in, in other women's lives, has been to be patient. 
a lot of times as you develop a relationship with someone, maybe they don't appear to be going the way you're hoping. But you know what? The Lord says that my word will go forth and it will bear fruit. So the Lord wants us to be patient in that bearing of fruit in someone's life. Um, maybe it won't happen right away, but you will see it at some point. And so my advice is to, to pray, ask the Lord to bring someone for you to pour your life into. Uh, it may be for a long stretch. It may be just for a short period of time. And then to just trust the Lord to lead, to lead and guide and stay close to the scripture with it and, um, and see what the Lord does. It's, it's, um, the Lord works in ways that we have no idea. Like when you asked me to, to be a part of your life in that way, that my mouth was just like, oh, because I didn't even see myself in my mind. You were so far ahead of me, you know, and I, but you know what? The Lord is like, okay, well, sure. You know, I can listen, right? Yeah. And I can wait for the Lord to give me a response. Yes. And there'll be so many times when you and I would get together and I would just listen and then I would respond. And then you tell me, this is just what I needed to hear. <laughs> you know, and I had no clue that I was saying anything that did anything. But it's it's uh it's just as simple as that. Just being available and being open to the leading of the spirit. And I want to encourage everyone who's listening, really, it as I said before and earlier, it doesn't matter how old you are now. Everybody needs somebody to help hold them accountable, somebody who can encourage them, somebody, if they're not walking ahead of you in faith, that can walk beside you. This world, because it is what Satan wants, you know, the king of this world, wants us to be isolated. He wants us to be separated. And so just reach out, find somebody. There, there is, I have no doubt, God has appointed someone who wants to walk with you and maybe walk ahead of you um, because you're right. Those moments where I didn't know what I needed. I just knew I needed to tell somebody whom I trusted uh, and who I knew was grounded in the word and grounded in faith. Um, and he, the Holy spirit would work in that moment. And it would be, it, it was like, yes, this is exactly what I needed to hear. It was so affirming to me that the Lord was working as I was hoping he was going to be working. And so I appreciate Mimi that you answered the call, that you were obedient, that you were simply obedient and then trusting in the Lord that he would give you what you needed. Um, I wonder, Valerie, what would you say to young moms right now? You're kind of in the trenches. I mean, think about this. COVID has, I know you have made the choice to homeschool your daughter, but here COVID has kind of forced in many ways that situation on so many people who are having to do virtual learning um, with their children in the house. And just what, what kind of is your best advice you think for, for young moms to, today? You know, I've learned, even though I have made the choice to homeschool, this season has been different with COVID specifically. And I've learned um, that I need to start my day in prayer and commit that to the Lord with our day with Avery and I, and also to just remember that she learns and does things differently than I do and to be open to knowing that about her and stepping into that sometimes instead of always forcing it to be my way. 
Um, I, I lean that way, more like authoritarian, structured. I like to push through and get all the work done um, now and play later. And, and Avery, you know, for, for Avery, she specifically needs to work a little, relax a little, work a little, relax a little. So I think getting to know your child, I mean, this is a unique opportunity to get to really know your kids if they're home with you more, to really get to know what's going on in their lives. So I just encourage you to to take the pause and do it because it will be gone before you know it. And I do have the unique perspective of having an adult son. So I do know how fast it goes. So that would be my encouragement. Seek the Lord first in prayer. Get to know your kiddos and, and listen to the Lord as he guides your heart to enter into where they're at also and embrace that along. I just want to encourage both of you because I know that the Lord has brought listeners and people who are watching this right now to this place to hear the words that came out of your mouth and that you have been a vessel just in these last however many minutes that we've been talking to spread the word of the Lord, to spread encouragement. So I just wanted to exhort you in your answering the call even today to be on the podcast and just remind you that the words that you've said have affected already somebody and have blessed their life, their day. So thank you for so much for coming and having this conversation with us. Beyond that, it's just nice to see your face. Yeah. <laughs> been too long. Been too long. <laughs> this yeah. is not a good enough excuse whenever we have Zoom. It's so good to see y'all too. Thank you for having us. It's, yeah. it's a great blessing. Well, thank you for all of you who have taken this time out of your day to listen and or to watch to this podcast. Um, we hope that you have a blessed day and we'll see you next week as we have another conversation at the well.